You're listening to Business Stories with Ryan Arcarachi, where I speak to business professionals from all walks of life. Thanks for listening, and let's get to it. Good day, everybody. We're back, and uh, today I am excited to bring on Mr. Christopher Greco. Christopher is the CEO of StoreWise, a technology for retailers and grocers, uh, but he also has an interesting story and a book he's written. So Christopher, it's great to have you. Thanks for being here. Yeah, Ryan, thanks for having me. Really uh, look forward to the conversation. Yes. So let's talk about your background. You know, you, you've learned a lot. You've come a long way when you were a young man. You dealt with the passing of your father. Um, tell us about sort of how you grew into who you are and in the book primarily too, how that came to be. Sure. So the book actually started is uh, lessons, um, lessons for Jonathan. He's my 15, now 15 year old son at the time I wrote the book. He was 11. And then my daughter uh, was uh, nine or excuse me, eight. Mm -hmm. And I just, I was traveling. I was doing 50 or plus flights a year. Uh, I was working for another startup, which scaled nicely and we exited and, and on those flights, I just was typing away. And after, you know, drafting 50 or so lessons that I'd want them to, you know, think about as like the emergency break glass, um, lesson book, um, it culminated into, uh, you know, 10,000 words and 15,000. And I, well, I'm like, well, I, I have, I think I have a book here. Um, and so I was fortunate to, you know, find a publisher that worked with me to, to provide structure. And, and we launched the, the book, Eight Steps to Overcoming Everyday Adversity in, uh, in the height of COVID in 2020. Yeah. Uh, has 50 reviews. It's, it's, it's doing, you know, the book business is a hard business as I knew um, my intent was not to, you know, write it to, um, as, far, as far as the first book to really make it run, but I, I'm glad I now have kind of a memoir for, for my kids. Yeah, that's great. I mean, and let's talk about adversity because I think everybody faces it at some point in their lives. Sometimes you're young, sometimes you're older, middle-aged, but what, what do you think we can gain from adversity or how should we look at it? So there's um there's a, an an adage that I've abided to uh, um, uh, most of my life, which is life is good, and it's hard. Yeah. And I think that last part is is forgotten. You know, this uh, you see life is good on T-shirts, and I'm I'm not digging against that the brand those gentlemen that I think they created a good brand, but it, it leaves out the fact that um, you know. Um, hardship, overcoming obstacles, suffering is just part of the human experience. It, it right. shapes you. Um, and anything worth doing is tough. And I know this sounds cliche, but I, I just think that it's, it's gotten, it's not um, really discussed, especially, especially in our schools. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I challenge my, both my kids to whether, to what the, the messaging is, and they've gone to both public and private. And I think that that is at times it could, it's not, it, it needs to be more, it, it needs to be promoted more. And, you know, I, I remember the, you know, uh, before my father passed, my mom told me th that it was coming. Yeah. Um, and she, she, you know, I was 15 at the time. My son, my brother was 11. My sister was four. Yeah. And, you know, she was brutal truth here. And here's how things are going to be. And here's where I need your help. And we're going to be, we're going to be okay. Life yeah. is good. Yeah. 
but here's what needs to happen for in, us, right. for, in order for us to be okay. Life is hard. Yeah. Yeah. So at 15, I mean, you were kind of forced to grow up a lot faster dealing with the responsibility of dealing with death and then just sort of helping your mom get yep. through that. Right. Yep. Yeah. Do you feel like, and I mean, I feel this too, that recently with kids, uh, things are too easy sometimes. Do you think that things are too easy in school and in general with kids today? Or do you think it's, it's always been that way? No, I think, I think it's different. Um, uh, yeah, I think there, there's some things that, you know, I, and when my father passed, I consider myself, a, you know, I was raised, you know, Catholic, yeah. Um, you know, I prayed, but one of the things that I remember in school was, was prayer and the pledge of allegiance. Yeah. And, and that's absent. I mean, at least in the public school system, that's uh, one of the reasons why my kids are now in, in, you know, in private school. And I think that, um, when you're, when things get hard, at least, at least for me and a lot of my colleagues, I know, you know, my wife and kids, we, you know, we pray. And I think, um, that makes things, uh, easier because you know that there's there there there's God that can you know that, that's there to, to support you. So to answer your question, I think that it's not necessarily um, easier. I think there's there's different there's there's lessons that are there absent. I see. Okay, interesting. I mean that's that's great. Um, so let's talk about And one of the things I found interesting when I read about you too, was the fact that you've done triathlons and you've, you've done an Ironman. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is half, I mean, that's, a half Ironman. I, I, I got, I got to, you know, pay respects to the, those who do the, who do not only a full Ironman, but multiple ones. <laughs> right, right. You know, there's a big difference between 70 miles, which is what a 70.3, which is what I did versus 140. Yeah. Um, big difference, but, but yes, I've done, I've done four triathlons and one half Ironman. What was it like doing the half Ironman? Cause I've read a lot of books of people have done it and it's just to yep. me, it's fascinating that the, the, the heart and the guts you yep. have to have to, to survive through. I mean, I shouldn't say survive it, but I mean, you, you you have to push through. So what, what is that like? I mean, doing that? it's, it's all about the training. I, yeah. The um, uh, I think the, you know, it's, it's an endurance event, right? I, it, it takes about six hours to do. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, uh, you know, a mile, I think a mile and a quarter swim, 50 mile bike, and then a half marathon. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, I did well in the swim we caught, you know, I've been a swimmer all my life, which it really doesn't matter in a, in an iron half Ironman or Ironman or any triathlon, because that's 10% of the race. Yeah. And the bike, I did well. And then when I when I hopped off the bike and I, literally a half mile into my run, I I, I started cramping. And I'm yeah. like, I got I got over twelve and a half miles here. Yeah. So uh, you know, you just got to be prepared. So I had a, I had a potassium shot uh, that I took, and it got me to the first station where I chugged a bunch of water and um, started running faster and cramped up. And I said, I can't, you know, I really can't, you know, go to the, the run at the pace that I had intended. So I just had to back off a little bit because I, I wanted to go ahead and complete it. Yeah. But it's a, it's, it, it's, it, look, it's 90% mental. I, you know, I, I, I there is no way I was not going to complete uh, that event after, you know, eight, nine months of training. Right. Um, but I, I, I think um, I, I can't find a, a, a 
greater endurance event for a human. I mean, it's, right. I mean, it's just incredible. And, and look, you never know what type of conditions you're going to have on race day between, you know, between heat, wind, um, uh, you know, number of, number of people, um, uh, the way your body you know, feels. I, you know, my, my back was hurting that morning for some odd reason. I mean, so, um, but you just deal with it and it, you know, and my intent was to break six hours. I was just over six and, um, uh, I plan to do another one, but I think my wife, uh, I recall my wife saying, absolutely not. So uh, <laughs> I think, I think a half Ironman will have to do it this time. Maybe after the kids uh, grow up and move out of the house, I might see if I can do one, maybe at 60, we'll see, which is way down the road. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do you typically train for that sort of thing? Are you just running every day or what, what was your training like? So I had a, I was trapped, believe it or not. I was trapped. I was, this is, I was traveling quite a bit. I was doing at the time, this was, uh, 2017. Mm -hmm. So I was, uh, traveling, uh, almost every other week. I think I, that we, that year, according to my, my uh, mileage account, I think I had like 50 or 60 flights. And I just, I had a, I hired a coach, um, which I highly recommend, um, especially for a first timer. I mean, it's not, it's not cheap, but you know, nothing, a uh, few things worth doing are, yeah. and I would, it would be a, it would be a lot of, a ton of hours. I mean, you know, you know, probably two hours a day during the week. And then on the weekend, it was, it was four to five hours a day. And then wow. towards the end, you start doing bricks where you combine, you know, the swim and the, uh, and the bike or the bike and the run. Yeah. Um, and then you do some group trainings and I didn't really, I really didn't train much for the swimming. I had that down. It was, it was getting the strategy down, you know, for the biking and then, and then the, um, the running, uh, wow. when you need, when you need nutrition, when you need, you know, especially, you know, water, you would want to test out, this is interesting. All that the, you wanted to test out all the different things that would uh, the nutrition that would work for you. Like some people, uh, their stomach doesn't do well with gels. Mine was totally fine. Mm -hmm. um, I love, you know, I love, you know, peanut butter. So I, I would, I would do that. And, and your taste, your, your, your mouth really tells you when you need to eat or eat or drink. And it yeah. tells you whether you need something salty or sweet. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, having a coach, I highly recommend it. Though some people have been successful just, you know, doing it, you know, doing it on their own. Right. Right. What, I mean, what is the self-talk like when you're pushing through that, right? Where you've got the pain and the cramping. And I like to know, cause I mean, I have never done this, but I've been fascinating to try. Yeah. Like, I've been interested in never like trying it, but I feel like, I need to train more to do it. Cause I mean, I work out, but I'm not at that level yet. So yeah, I wasn't I, surprised. I wasn't yeah. surprised. I mean, you, you mean, cause the, the bike, the swim and the bike went so well for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I did the bike in, in under three hours. Uh, the mm -hmm. swim I think was under 30 minutes. So, I mean, I was well, I was paid well on the pace to, to break, you know, my personal goal. And that's what matters. Your personal goal, right. Yeah. Is uh, under six hours. And, and I'm like, all right, so, uh, the cramping, let's just, let's just, just, just work the problem. Let's what, what do we have to do? All right. I need, you know, I have, I have, I'm prepared for this. I have this potassium shot that'll get me yeah. the, to the first station. Yeah. Um, after the first station, let's go ahead and get this, let's get, that's mile one. Let's just get to mile two, yeah. mile two to mile three. Yeah. Um, and you, you know, you it, 
you know, anything worth doing, it always takes longer and is harder than they initially seem. So I think, I think having the right mindset um, where, and it's not, not being negative. It's like, okay, well, I, there's, there's a, there's an obstacle. There's, there's a hurdle that's, that um, I, I didn't know it was going to be this specific one that has presented itself. So let's, let, let's just deal with it and, yeah. and, you know, and move past it. Yeah. So I want to segue from that. Cause I think what you're saying and what you've done with that segues into your company uh, Storewise. Yep. So talk to us about Storewise. What, what is Storewise about? I understand it's, it's technology for retail. Yep. It's, it's got automation built in. Tell us about how that works. Yep. So where, so where, where do you usually shop for food, Ryan? So my wife, she orders a lot online. We go and we do the pickup. Um, okay. So we'll do that. Um, there's a few local grocers here. There's a, yep. a really popular uh, Mexican grocery store. Yep. Uh, we get a lot of food there for really good yep. deals. Um, so we will go to like your Walmart, your major retailer sometimes. Yep. So that's kind of our our places we go. So when you look at the when you look at the grocery industry in the United States, there it's a trillion dollar industry, and um, the there's there's five uh, there's it's big box versus the independent. So your local neighborhood supermarket versus these large big box stores like Walmart, Amazon, uh, Dollar General, you know Whole, uh, uh, Whole Foods with Amazon, Kroger, yep. uh, Albertsons. Uh, and these independents are are in a fight because they're they're dealing with much with with, with you know uh, tech tech enabled large uh, grocers uh, large change with you know big buzz big uh, budgets and right. so Storewise builds automation software um, solely for the independent. It's our goal to make sure that you know 10, 15, 20 years from now. We're not living in a Walmart only dollar general world that the, the local neighborhood supermarkets bring us this beautiful produce, meat, you know, uh, dairy, you know, bakery is, is not only surviving, but thriving. Right. So, um, you know, and when you're, when, you know, you can't focus on everything. So we're solely focused on making sure that they have the, the, the software that helps them, you know, achieve better margins, you know, price competitively, um, uh, find opportunities to reduce risk by making sure that, that, that cashiers are not making mistakes at the register that causes, you know, you know, loss, you know, profit losses. We're making right. sure that they don't go out of stock on items that their consumers, you know, really want to buy. We want to make sure that they're buying at the best possible price. So we have assisted ordering software and it sits, it's all on one screen. And, you know, I always say the number one job of a great engineering team is to build simplicity. Yeah. And we've built very simple software that helps these independents um, run their stores better. So we're, we're, we, when I took, I came in as CEO in August of 2020 uh, and we've nearly tripled our growth since then. Wow. Wow. Any but it wasn't because it wasn't because of me. It was because it was because we, you know, we've recruited effectively. I have a phenomenal uh, leadership team mm -hmm. and the employees we've been able to go ahead and, and recruit um, uh, and retain are, are simply world-class. That's great. I mean, do you have any particular stories with clients you've worked with where you've, you've seen some really amazing results with any of the, the independent retailers you have? 
Yeah. So, I mean, there's, I mean, we, we've actually kept our, our software has been partly, it's not, wasn't one of the only thing, but it's partly responsible for keeping, uh, you know, the doors open on this, this three, this three store grocer up in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been one of our long, longest, uh, uh, long, we've had him almost the longest and he'll attest he's on our, on our website that, yeah. you know, our software helped, you know, nearly double, double his margins. And that extra cash has allowed him to either, you know, hi, you know, hire more talent, retain talent, invest in, uh, invest it back into the store. Yeah. Uh, we also have a 30 store, um, uh, chain that actually uses, we have, we have six, we have these six modules uh, that does everything from pricing to ordering to risk reduction, uh, and they actually they actually utilize the entire platform. and And they were, you know, a year ago when we when we signed them, they um, they're almost you know a seven eight hundred million dollar business. Yeah. Uh, they they leverage you know our platform to replace other off the shelf software um, because a was you know it was expensive to use b it was complex and you know and c it didn't it didn't really integrate with other um, you know other technologies that they had so uh, we see an opportunity at Storewise to you know build a become the de facto software platform for in, for independent grocery and then also other verticals such as convenience um, liquor and maybe even hardware stores that's that's great. So I mean, you know, here's the biggest challenge I see. We're we're all as consumers, we're drawn to the big box retailers because they're so ubiquitous. They're down the street. How do we get people? And I don't know if this is a software question, but how do we get people to go back and give their loyalty to these local independent retailers that are out there? In every yeah, a lot of you know, a lot of them still, a lot of them still are. I mean, you know the. Um, a lot of people love the personal customer service touch that an independent grocer will give that the big box, you know, they, they might to a certain extent, but not to the same level as an independent. And I, you know, I, I guarantee you this, the, when you, if you're, if you're about, you know, a healthy eating, great produce, meat, bakery, the, the independents, you know, outperform um, especially, especially in terms of value, they outperform, you know, the big box. And I know Walmart, you know, may have, may have, may they have, they have, you know, their, their 56% of their, of their sales are grocery. The Walmart is a, the majority of their sales are grocery. Totally yeah. get it. But in terms of like, you know, produce and, and, and these important, you know, departments that I think are, are vital for, um, you know, for the health of, of our country, the, the independents still have an advantage there and people recognize that and they seek it out. And I, I don't, I don't really ever see, you know, a, a family um, saying, you know, I'm only going to go to big box or only going to go to the independent grocer. They're, they're definitely uh, seeking out, um, you, you know, two or three um, uh, spots to, to shop for their food. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think even some of the bigger ones, there's, there is more and more feeling like a less personal shopping experience because technology is taken over to the point where you don't really talk to anybody anymore. If I go to Walmart, I don't really talk to people about what I want. I just go and I get it. And then I check out at a computer and I'm done. Exactly. 
And I feel like exactly that's a and Wal and Wal Walmart isn't sponsoring the local baseball team. They're you know and here they're they're not they're not naming the they're not sponsoring or uh, the the local uh, ballpark. Yeah. or contributing i mean the thing is the, the, there's a bigger universal issue here these you know you, we don't we don't want to again be in a world where it's it's just you know big corporations delivering every service and good that the american consumer needs yeah um, i love the fact that american express you know focuses on you know on small business and and when you really you know when you i've been in you know small business now for the past uh, 15 years, you know, I, 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 my backgrounds, you know, I do have, you know, big, uh, box experience with, with AT&T, Symantec and Sprint. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, this, the small business is the, is the hardest are the heart of this country. And, yeah. and, you know, it's at, you know, at some point consumers and not at some point, but consumers, you know, will spend a little more, <clears throat> you know, to support small business, but, um, there's also great value, you know, derived from it. So, um, you know, I, I just don't see that ever, you know, ever going away. Um, and right. you would think that that COVID would have had that, you know, that impact and it did to, in some industries, but it was great to see the local, you know, grocer thrive. And you, you can even look at some surveys where people felt safer yeah. going into, a low grocery store than, than Walmart and Wal yeah. Walmart. So, so you can Google this. Walmart saw a decline in, on the onset of COVID, um, especially in the summer of, of 2020 and going into, going into the winter of, of 21. Yeah. Um, the, the independent grocer, you know, really, really, really did well. Yeah. And I think there's like an intimacy because I, I, I know when I I've gone to like a local one time I went to a local bread shop which is yep. weird because this yep. place is all bread and my my wife and i went in there that's awesome and it's small it's intimate there's one person working there and it's literally the size of like you know a yep. small room literally like a room almost um yep i don't know thousand square feet whatever it was yeah. right so and you go in there and you just the person's friendly. There's not a lot of people there. It's easy to find what you want. It's organized well. It smells good inside too. Um, yep. And there's something about that experience that you don't get at a Walmart or a big box retail. You'll never get that at a Walmart. Yeah. Or 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 you know or a or you know Amazon you know, you know Whole Foods. Yeah. And the other thing is that remember that Walmart and, and big box they control the brands. Right. If you if you look at any of the the you know the 10ks or the financial reports of the you know some of the bigger brands, you'll see what percent of their sales go through Walmart. Yeah, and so to keep Walmart honest, you want to have you know strong competition. You want to have vibrant competition. Yep. And that doesn't just, you know, include having, making sure Amazon is successful or making, or, or make, you know, or, or, or seeing, not making sure, but seeing the Amazon successful or, or, you know, or Kroger, but you want to have the local independence right. because they are really invested in, in the communities and, yeah. and, you know, local, local, local matters. Yeah. So I want to wrap this up, but this has been a great conversation, Chris. So I want to ask you one question too. Let's let's say we're gonna go back in time and you're meeting yourself, you're 15. Christopher now talks to Christopher when he's 15. Well, what's the advice you give yourself? Take stage? more risks. Take more risks. 
Yeah. Yep. Take one hundred percent. Yep. Take them early. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, you have the book too. Uh, tell us where what, what the book is called, where people can find it, and where yep. people can contact you too. Yeah. So it's called Eight Steps to Overcoming Everyday Adversity. Uh, it's uh, it's on it's on it's on Amazon. If you actually just search on Amazon, yeah, Eight Steps Adversity, it comes up. I think at the top of the page, it's it's uh, you know doing you know doing well and. Um, I always say this to any podcast that I do, if, if any, any of the listeners, if they buy it, uh, and it's, there's a way to reach me at Christopher Greco, uh, org, Christopher Greco org. Yep. They can send me a note and I'll send them a signed copy. So the copy that they bought, they can go ahead and pay it forward to give it to somebody else that may need to, uh, hear the message, but it's a quick read. I, I wrote it with the intention of, of it, of someone to complete it on a, you know, a, a three hour, you know, flight, which was common for me, right. <laughs> uh, those years. Um, but yeah, again, amazon.com, eight steps to overcoming everyday adversity. That's great. And where can people find out about Storewise too? Yep. It's storewise.io. Um, okay. at uh, storewise.io. Uh, if you, if you actually just, you know, you know, Google um, grocery trends, Storewise uh, pops at the top. We've, um, uh, where we've done, we developed an incredible uh, blog site. Uh, if people want to learn more about the importance of the independent uh, when it comes to, um, you know, food, you know, the food industry, um, they can go to storewise.io to see it. Um, and I welcome, you know, you know, I welcome, you know, anybody, if there's any grocer listening to, you know, check us out and, and see what we can do for you. Well, thank you, Chris. And if you're listening, support your local grocer, help them out, go buy the book. Christopher, it's been great. Thank you so much for being on here. Yeah, Ryan, really enjoyed it. Yeah, let's keep in touch. You got it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're interested in becoming an episode sponsor, please email me at livingryan at gmail.com. And thank you so much.